are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brian Peacock back again with you on this Friday episode, post-Thanksgiving weekly wink special episode on this holiday week, uh, getting ready for 49ers Ravens in week 13. Nick Winkler, my guest, joining me in just a second. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BD Peacock. You can email the show LockedOn49ers at Gmail. We do have some Mailbag questions to get to on today's show. A lot to talk about. Uh, a thorough domination of the Packers last week, and it doesn't stop here. Got the Ravens then at New Orleans Saints. These are all playoff teams. These teams all have Super Bowl aspirations, and maybe Nick. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. A Super Bowl preview would be nice. That would mean the 49ers are in it, and a rematch from just a few years ago. 49ers. Ravens, what's funny is the 49ers offensive coordinator is now coordinating the offense of the Baltimore Ravens currently. Yeah, yeah. Funny how that works, isn't it? And, you know, it definitely could be a a Super Bowl preview. You're talking about two teams with two of the best defenses in the NFL. And as we all know, NFL in the NFL defense wins championships. And and it's going to be, oh, man, I'm so excited to watch this game because after watching that Monday night game with Lamar Jackson and how he plays, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The guy is just faster than everybody else. And, and you know, hopefully the, the rain on uh, on Sunday can slow him down a little bit, and hopefully the Niners uh, can, can you know, really just, just set their defense where they're, they're really focused on stopping that running game because you've got some cornerbacks that can really shut things down, you know, and hopefully you can you can stack the line and, and it's rainy and it's it's windy. And, you know, they, they showed that they can play in those conditions when they, they beat Washington back uh, earlier in the season. And, and I don't know if if uh, Baltimore's shown that they can play in that kind of uh, of element. So it, it'll be interesting. Obviously, you're looking at the toughest task of the season so far, game of the week. And it's unfortunate that it's at 10 a.m. on the Sunday because a lot of people out there aren't going to get to watch it because their local affiliates aren't going to carry it. They're going to carry their local games. But as a 49er fan, this is this is what you've been waiting for. You know, the team's been undersold all season by people and and everybody's not even giving the 49ers a chance again i mean including you in that crossover episode man i I gotta say i'm i'm going the opposite route on this i think the 49ers can can get out there and and really uh hit lamar jackson in the mouth and 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 win this football game if if things bounce their way and it is a 100 percent chance of rain now it was 90 yesterday when i checked in so it's gonna rain it is uh it's a turf field though not grass so it won't be right super muddy, but I don't know how well that turf drains. Will it be like a slip and slide? Is Lamar Jackson a mutter? Is he good throwing the ball in the rain? I, I went back and tried to find a game. There was only one game I could find where it was raining and he did not throw the ball particularly well. It was last year, though, as a rookie. He's a much better player now. Will that make them more one-dimensional? Could that help the 49ers? Maybe. The Niners' D held up well in the muck at Washington. Uh, the Ravens are a different beast, though, with Lamar Jackson. Sure. and uh, It's not like the Niners' offense lit it up in the rain either with that nine nothing victory. So that'll be just an added element there. If it is super rainy and super wet, I think 11 miles per hour is what I last saw for the winds. But uh, to your point about the 49ers, I mean, I said, it wouldn't be surprised at all. If the 49ers blew them out. I mean, I just think that matchup wise right. traveling to the East coast, the 10 AM start time Pacific. There's a lot of things that 
favor the Baltimore Ravens in this football game. And one of them is the way the 49ers defense is built is to go get that pocket passer and that elite pass rush. But we've seen with three weeks straight with two games against the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, and then obviously Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, they weren't able to play their exact brand of football against those quarterbacks. And it'll be the same this weekend. And actually Eric Branch, 49ers, Beat writer put out a tweet earlier that said the 49ers passer rating allowed versus Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray in those three weeks was 103.9. 49ers Oof. passer rating allowed versus the eight pocket passers they've faced otherwise is 51.9. So it's a different style of game. 49ers would prefer to be able to rush four with the with those insane pass rushers they have and then play seven guys in coverage, and that's what they're built for. So they have to play a little bit differently, have to play a little bit more contained, maybe have to bring more... Uh, more blitzers so they have all of those lanes taken up and if and this is what this is what Lamar Jackson does in the passing game is he finds his way gets free and then now you have fewer guys in coverage and he can find somebody down the field and make that throw so it's a difficult matchup it's a different matchup and the east coast you know it's a toss up on a neutral field i think i don't know how this game could go it could go a lot of ways i said i would not be surprised at all if the 49ers completely dominated and blew them out like they did the packers last week but you know, three points. If they're playing at home, I think maybe three points in, in the 49ers' favor. But it's just this game could go so many different ways. It's not that I don't think the 49ers can win. If I'm putting money on it, though, uh, the six-point line I think is a little bit much, too. I mean, Vegas thinks that they that it could be a six-point win for Baltimore. I think that's a little bit too rich. But I could see why Baltimore would be favored, even though a 10-1 team hasn't been an underdog for 12 years <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, that's wild, man. And no, I, I completely agree with you. If I'm if I'm placing a bet, I'm I'm taking those six points, and I'm very very happy about it because, yeah, I mean th- this is definitely a game that the 49ers can win, and I I can see how they could get just destroyed as well. You know, with the way that Kyler Murray ran all over them, and and, and Lamar Jackson's obviously a better athlete than he is, and, and he's a lot quicker, and he's a lot more elusive, a better pocket passer. He's everything right now, better when <laughs> compared to to Kyler Murray. But you know. It, you guys on the crossover episode mentioned Lamar Jackson's fumbling issues, you know, in the past, and he hasn't had them this season. And, you know, you, you look at a guy like Fred Warner on the defense, who'll probably be spying him a lot, you know, and he's the kind of guy that, you know, they talk about, you know, Peanut Jr. and all this and Mr. Peanut and, you know, go get him a monocle and a little top hat and, and get out there and just start punching at that football. And and he he's playing, he's defensive player of the week last week, yes. as Warner was. And so he's coming off of a great game, got a lot of confidence, had another forced fumble. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a this is the area where where you can win a football game. Is you get a turnover or two, and the 49ers recovered. All of a sudden, you know, field position swapped, and and the Niners are are you know running the ball well, and and you know eating up the clock, and and it oh, man, this is it's it's a hard game to predict. It really is, which is why if you could take six points, I can't imagine too many people giving up six points on that line. You know, with, yeah. with the way the 49ers have played all season. You know, they they they're ten to one. How could you, you know, give up six points to a 10-1 football team? It just doesn't make sense. They're a missed field goal in overtime away from being 11-0. Yeah. You're exactly right. It's, it, it is a tough game, and, and it could go a lot of different ways, and it's just a, it's a unique team to play against the Baltimore Ravens. The, the 49ers haven't seen them, but they've played some. I think the Cardinals might be the closest thing, like the best sort of practice for playing the Ravens maybe because they do a lot of different things on offense, and they have the super athletic quarterback um, I think that might be the the one team that does things a lot differently in the NFL like the Ravens do, even though they don't do it the same. 
So maybe that will help the 49ers. They've had practice in the rain and bad weather. They've had practice against super athletic quarterbacks. So maybe that will be the thing that helps the 49ers here versus some other teams that just have not seen anything like what the Ravens do right now with Lamar Jackson. Well, you mentioned practice, and the Niners have uh, Richie James Jr. in practice right now running as Lamar Jackson, which is just awesome. (laughs) But what if that goes so well that they're like, you know what, let's get a couple of plays in there where where Richie James is is back there in the formation taking the snap. Dude, yeah, well, the last couple of weeks, if I'm a a defensive coordinator playing against the 49ers and I see Richie James run onto the field, I call timeout and be like, hey, they got something going on right now because the big – Touchdown pass to George Kittle. That was three tight ends and Richie James on the field. Like that's not a formation they run a lot. And uh, there was the, the the week before the big play that got him going on offense was that Richie James yep. play. So he's not on the field a lot, and when he is, you know something's up. So if I'm the Ravens, you know, keying in on that, say, hey, if Richie James is in in the game, they're doing something funky. Yeah, if nothing else, just use him as a decoy at this right. point. Like, hey, yeah, we we like to go towards this guy when he's in there, and maybe that's exactly what happened on the George Kittle play. Yeah, or do it more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do it, do it. <laughs> Have them on the field 20 really times instead on their of heels. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, Love. linebacker Fred Warner, he's going to be a big part of this thing with the with the way the, the Ravens like to run the ball and chasing Lamar Jackson around. And he was defensive player of the week. Fourth time the 49ers have had a player that was NFC defensive that's player awesome. of the week this year. Uh, players they will not have out there, defensive lineman DeMontre Moore. He was placed on injured reserve. He broke his forearm. Uh, in that last game, so he didn't get to stick around for the 49ers for very long. They have promoted defensive lineman Jeremiah Valawaga to the active roster from the practice squad. I think he had four and a half sacks or something like that in the preseason. He looked really good. Another huge, like six foot seven dude. Uh, they like they, those, right? Yeah, and they signed Alex Barrett to the practice squad. I don't know who that okay. is. Okay, yeah, good old sure, Alex. Barrett. Sure, that guy. Oh, Al Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah Friends of call him Al from that school. Remember, he right. played in yeah. college. Right. Exactly. The injury report. Should we get into the injury? Let's wait. We'll, we'll get into the injury report. We've got a mailbag to talk about some other notes here about the 49ers Ravens. This episode is brought to you in part by Greg's Tax Service. Honest and straightforward, Greg's Tax Service has been in the business for 25 years. They can help with any number of tax problems, including unfiled returns, back taxes, IRS collection, and audit representation. Find out more at gregstaxservice.com. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you like to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay, pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come out together on top, the rewards will be huge. The best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000 to bet at my bookie. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to double your first deposit. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, real quick, injury report from practice. This is Wednesday's practice. I think we can take a lot from this. And 49ers getting pretty healthy, actually. Um, Joe Staley's probably going to be out. D Ford 
could go, Kyle Shanahan said. He's dealing with his hamstring injury. It might be close with D Ford. George Kittle just getting a rest day. He looks like he's going to be able to go, but they're just you know doing some maintenance on him, keeping him off the practice field midweek. Matt Breida limited. He was out last week. Limited is a step in the right direction for Matt Breida with his ankle. Also limited, as they were last week, Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel. They should both be able to go. And it looks like Robbie Gold, full participant, is going to be back and be kicking field goals for the 49ers. So that's the injury report. I think all good news there. Yeah, I mean, obviously it'd be great to get Breida back. He, he's such an explosive running back and, and Gold as well. And, you know, actually, as soon as you mentioned uh, Debo Samuel, it brought me back to, I think it was your recap episode uh, on, on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, and you were talking about Debo Samuel, and you call him the slant god. And I was being like, no, 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 that's Jerry Rice, dude. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, the like, OG slant god. Yeah, but it's like that. seeing that, seeing Debo run those slants and how fast and how quick he gets out of them, it does bring you back to those glory days of when we first started watching football and, and Jerry Rice right. was out there running those slants and Love John it. Taylor was out there running those slants and it's like, okay, all right, this is what the 49ers do, baby. It's my favorite route, man. I love it. Yeah, and, and seeing Devo break away and almost gain speed as he catches the ball yeah. in stride was very reminiscent of Jerry Rice and then finishing the job running uh, all the way into the end zone. Uh, I love seeing that. Love it. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. This is a exciting football team. It's fun to see Debo Samuel. It's, look at what the 49ers draft has done this year, just with Samuel and Bosa alone. Like that, man, right. that's great job, front office. Great work. Speaking of Bosa, that's a good segue into this stat from our friend Jeff Dini from Pro Football Focus. Um, a marquee matchup Sunday with Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley. He's the number one tackle in pass block efficiency from PFF versus the number one edge rusher in pass rush efficiency in Nick Bosa of the 49ers. Bosa's averaging five quarterback pressures a game. Ronnie Stanley has allowed only five quarterback pressures all season. Ooh. So that's a hell of a matchup, but I don't know if the, the 49ers are going to line up Nick Bosa on the left a whole bunch like they did last week. I think that, would, that was smart and uh, probably move him around. I think that's the best way to do it instead of having him just go every down against their best pass blocker. Although they've got a pretty good young offensive tackle on the right side in Zeus. Um, just a big old, I mean, they're, they're good up front. And that's uh, right. that's why this team is such a good team running the ball, even aside from Lamar Jackson. And, and if I didn't see the Ravens do a number on the Pats defense, and the Pats defense did right. pretty good. There was a defensive touchdown for Baltimore as well. So all those points weren't from the Baltimore offense. I'd be more confident in the 49ers, but when the, the maybe the second best defense in the league in New England, I think the 49ers have the best defense. Uh, they weren't able to beat the Ravens. I, I think that makes you stand back and say, okay, like the, this team is legit, and just because the 49ers have a great D doesn't mean they're going to go in and dominate everybody like they did the Packers last week and like they have a, a ton of opponents this. I think it's going to be a lot more like that Seahawks game than like the Packers game, that, if, if, if that makes sense. And the San Francisco can't rush for and cause problems with the pocket quarterback. Because, uh, you know, and you can't yeah. put a, a bunch of defensive backs on the field. I've seen that. And actually, let's use that as a segue into the mailbag because Niner Mania says, uh, I read an article where the Niners may look to place Tarverius Moore at the linebacker spot for a Jackson spy. Given his speed and coverage skills, said they played him a few snaps Sunday night. And mm. I, I could see the 49ers doing a lot of different things, spying him with linebacker, even, yeah. even Fred Warner. Lamar Jackson's a lot faster than Fred Warner. And so uh, sure. if you want to get speed on the field, it's got to be a defensive back if you're trying to spy him there. So Tart, Ward, Moore, that would make sense. But they're too good running the football. 
unless it's like an obvious passing down situation, third and long, you can't put a bunch of DBs on the field because Baltimore can line up with two tight ends and just run the ball on you because they can run power football. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And I, I know there's a few people out there that, that don't listen to the crossover episodes that you do, and they're missing out, man, because that one you did with, with the Ravens guy, and, and he was talking about the key of the game might be the backup center and the exchange with, right. with Lamar Jackson yes. like that. That's so huge. Who would I never would have noticed that. Like no. I never would have thought of that. Like that's that's so huge. And you're talking that's a huge deal, especially if it's going to be a wet game. And you're talking about a running quarterback where timing is everything in these run pass options. And yeah, that that's a huge deal. And you know, you're, we're also talking. You mentioned the the Patriots and and how you know they beat the Patriots. This is also a, a football team in the Ravens that have lost two games. And and one was at Kansas City. That's obviously going to be a very difficult. But they also lost at home to the Browns in week four when the Browns were kind of a garbage football team. So this is, this is a team that, yeah, we're, we're a long ways from, from week four at this point, but they're beatable. You know, this is, this is, this is a, an offense that is going to be playing without a main piece uh, on Sunday in, in their center and that football exchange. And, you know, goes right back to that fumbling thing, man. So I'm always just looking for bright spots. I'm looking for little tiny cracks in, in the armor where we can get, you know, we can actually slay the dragon. That is Lamar Jackson. And the 49ers played that very same Browns team the very next week, coming off the bye in right. week five, and destroyed them. So destroyed right. them. Like, so if you're looking for close. like opponents, that's a big clear win for the 49ers. I mean, I don't know how this game is going to go. You're just kind of no. lo- reading the tea leaves here, trying to figure it out, and I think it could get completely weird. And mm-hmm. like the point about the backup center, I think that's a great one. This game could come down, if it's a one-score game, could come down to that fumble. We saw it last right. week. The 49ers immediately get a fumble on the first drive of the game from Aaron Rodgers, that game's completely different. It's just out of hand immediately. If that happens in this game, either way, that can make a huge difference because now you have to start uh, chasing points if you're one team or the other. So uh, a wet field, it it could get really weird. Maybe the 49ers are able to hit Lamar Jackson, maybe even, you know, beat him up a little bit, you know, because Lamar Jackson with even just a slightly hurt ankle, right, would be a much easier player to play against. And that's long-term what you worry about with Lamar Jackson. He runs the ball so much, as much as anybody we've seen uh, in modern football, really. And I think there's only five or six running backs in the league that have more rushing yards in the last 16 games than Lamar Jackson does. So he's he's essentially a running back, and we know how often running backs get hurt. I I just fear for the guy that he's going to get hurt, and I don't want it to happen necessarily. no. Because he's fun to but watch. But if it does happen, why not this week? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is the team that could do that because this is a physical defense that's fast and hits quarterbacks off. Right. So, yeah, that, that would be something that could definitely skew in the 49ers' favor as well. And um, and there's another thing that, that goes in the 49ers' favors as well, which I haven't heard a whole lot of talk about, and that's the fact that the Ravens played on Monday night in L.A. Yes. So they're coming on a short week, and they got to travel all the way back across country. So, you know, that's another, you know, kind of check in the 49ers' uh, uh, side of the tally here. That does help mitigate that the 49ers have to go across the country as well because they just right. had to make a trip. So, no, that's a great point in coming off of one less day to, to, to prepare and rest. So, all, yeah, all the good bodies points. are recouping. And yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, unfortunately, it wasn't a, you know, a hard fought battle where, you know, Jackson right. was in there trying to gain every yard. He was, <laughs> he was pretty much untouched all night, man. Hey, how good is it, though, to just watch the Rams get their butts kicked? I mean, that's it, so nice. It was not, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> It was you weren't not, upset not about fun. it, like right. I did lose a fantasy football game because I had a huge lead, and then I was going up against Lamar Jackson. So like that part sucked, but like <laughs> there's still that part inside of you that's like ah, oh, but it's against the Rams. It's like the there's Rams, only yeah. a couple teams you'd rather see lose than the Rams. 
I had a note on the Rams-Ravens. I lost it, but uh, maybe it'll come to me. Let's move along. We've got more Locked On 49ers. And Nick, I want to get your official prediction on this game since you didn't like mine. Long day at work, still stuck at the office, open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Are you losing sleep at night over your unfiled tax returns or the large amount you owe the IRS or any other state tax agency? Does it feel like you're trapped and that these tax problems will never go away? Are you worried the IRS will garnish your bank account or your wages? Do you want to be free and put these tax problems behind you? Greg's Tax Service is your local tax resolution specialist. Greg's Tax Service has been in the business for over 25 years and is passionate about helping their clients resolve their tax issues and to get them all the deductions and credits they're entitled to when preparing their tax returns. Call or text Greg's Tax Service at 925-778-4871 to set up an appointment to find out the best options available to free you from your tax problems. Again, that's 925-778-4871. Call or text to set up an appointment, and if you qualify, they can help you settle with the IRS for less than the full amount you owe. Remember, Greg's Tax Service for all your tax needs. Greg's Tax Service is your local tax advocate standing up and defending the rights of taxpayers. Find them online at gregstaxservice.com. To step away from the topic of 49ers-Ravens really quick, I want to give you an opportunity, Nick, because I know your guy is Frank Gore, and he jumped into third place all-time on the NFL rushing list, passing Barry Sanders, which is almost hard to believe. And I had a question from Tony on my mailbag show Tuesday, and I wanted to put this idea toward you. Tony's got him in his top three 49ers all-time, and as much as you love Frank Gore, can he crack the GOAT list for you with guys like Montana, Rice, Young, Lott? It's like if he had done all of it with the 49ers, then it's easy, you know, but you're talking about a guy who's been, he hasn't been a 49er in quite a few years. I, I, I think he can make my top 10, but I mean, top three, no, I mean, you got to go, you know, Rice, Young, Montana, Lot. I'd even probably put Willis up there, you know, Bryant Young, Roger Craig, like there's a lot of guys that are going to go up there, but before Gore, you know, yeah. And like you said, I'm a Gore guy, man. I love Frank Gore, but Oh, that's, that's, that's a tough one. I, I think he'd crack the top 10. Let's go to Chris. He says, there's so much talk about our D being able to stop Jackson, but what can the Ravens defense do to match up to our offense? And that's one place the 49ers have an advantage, I think, especially if it's wet, or even if it's not wet. The 49ers have been able to run the ball against teams that aren't good against the run, and right now, that's where you can beat the Baltimore Ravens is on the ground. They have some beef up front, but I think you can get them with that wide zone. And so that that's something the 49ers might be able to get going on the ground, you know, misdirection, outside zone play stuff, which leads to all the play action stuff and, and getting guys wide open. So that's definitely a key for 49ers on offense versus Ravens defense. And it's a good point by Chris. All the talk is Niners D, and that's the marquee matchup, Niners D against Lamar Jackson in the Ravens offense. But uh, half the game is going to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, you you know, all this talk about the X Factor and the best player in the NFL, Lamar Jackson, this and that. I think the 49ers might have the best player in the NFL and the X Factor on their offense. Richie James. You're talking about George Kittle. Oh, George Kittle, right, yeah. <laughs> Richie James, <laughs> duh, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, you're talking about a guy that, that can just, you know, probably the best run-blocking tight end in the league, probably the best pass-catching tight end in the league, uh, best after the run. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's head and shoulders – in my opinion, above everybody else when it comes to his position. And 
And I, I'm, I think the Ravens are going to have a tough time matching up with him. You know, that should be a big talk, big point of conversation as well. That's a great point. There should be hand wringing and people on right? Baltimore radio shows calling in and be like, man, how are we supposed to cover George Kittle? <laughs> yeah. He's the highest graded player on any side of the ball for any team for pro football focus this year. That's right. Best player in the, in the NFL, yeah. George Kittle. And he, we saw it last week. He makes a, like an insane impact on the 49ers offense, running, yeah. passing, everything. Yeah, just his attitude, too, his energy, man. It, man, how could you not just want to go out there right. and play as hard as you can with that guy, you know, because he's nonstop. One of the best players on the field with a with a bone chip in his ankle. Right, right. Let's go to Steve, and I like this one from Steve, and there's some players that you, you talk about. I talk about the 49ers every day, and there's still some guys that you don't talk about enough. Steve says, people say Fred Warner is our most underrated player, but I think an honorable mention should go to nose tackle DJ Jones. He may also be the key to beating Jackson this weekend. How good is the Ravens center? So this ties in again with the Aha. backup center. There's your win right there inside the 49ers. Could be a big day for DJ Jones stopping the run, stopping because it's not just Lamar Jackson with the run. It's Mark Ingram. Like they run the ball just as an offense really well. And DeForest Buckner, like that interior sets the tone, being able to hold up inside allows everybody else to rally to the football and, uh, and not have that, that, that up the middle release for Lamar Jackson to, you know, to get away and step up in the pocket and take off up the middle. So uh, that's a great point by Steve. Good call. Fred Warner underrated DJ Jones, yeah. super underrated. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the Ravens have faced a front four like this because there isn't a front four like yes. this Good point. in the NFL. You're talking about, you know, they're not the best at stopping the run. Sure. But at the same time, they're great at getting pressure and pushing offensive linemen backwards towards the play. So if you're out back there, trying to do a run-pass option five yards behind the line of scrimmage, and your offensive line's getting pushed back three or four yards right after the snap, like, that's going to disrupt everything. And that's, that's I think, where the 49ers can win this football game is just by getting that pressure right up front, right in the face of Lamar Jackson, and, and really making him have to make quicker decisions. You know, Nick, you got on my case for picking the, the Ravens to win by three. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I did. some some podcast listeners on Twitter didn't like it as well, so I'm going to give you uh-huh. the floor for the Nick Winkler, I'm sure, optimistic prediction this weekend on Sunday. How's this going to go down? Oh, man, the Niners are going to get blown out. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> man. The, the Niners are going to get in there. It's going to be a hard-fought football game. I think the Niners come out on top. I I think the Ravens are, are flummoxed by this 49ers defensive front. I think that Mosley will play out of his mind. I think especially now that Spoon's back pushing him. For playing time, I think they stay fresh out there. I think, you know, Sherman, you know, can play tight coverage. I, I hope you're wrong, you know. I hope you didn't give away the secret of, you know, them trying to to throw the deep post over Sherman because that, that is definitely a place where Marquise <laughs> Brown can, can beat yes. Richard Sherman, no doubt about it. Um, but, no, I, I think the 49ers win this football game. I think they come out. I think they play hard. I think Robbie Gold being back is a big boost to this offense as well. And, and I'm going to go with a, a 21-14. I don't think there's going to be any field goals. I think it's going to be, you know, getting down the field. I think there's going to be a couple big plays that break away. And and I think the 49ers win this football game. I like it. There you have it. 49ers victorious. Uh, one thing I forgot about earlier that I wanted to mention, and we saw it at the Rams game against the Ravens. And obviously the Rams got blown out. But early in the game they did something that I thought was interesting. And I think it's a good, I think it's a good way to go about forcing Lamar Jackson into because even if you're playing sort of a contained pass rush you are passive in your rush and you're letting him dictate what happens 
the Rams did right. this overload blitz on one side. So on the defensive left side, they blitzed guys and they had an overload coming. So it flushed Lamar Jackson the other way, forcing him into the contain guy, which was uh, Samson Ibukam, who's just kind of kicking it over there, playing a contain, and he ran right into him. And I, I love that. So instead of containing everywhere, you can you can still be aggressive. You can still try to force him into something. You can get a win on one side, pushing him into the guys who were waiting for him on the other side. I, I would hope to see the 49ers try that out. And, and I think they're going to have some run blitzes and some, you know, some, some blitz on the way to the quarterback type blitz situations. And you have to be gap sound and you can't leave any huge exit windows for him. But I think that's one way to get after him is to rather than be passive and on your heels and, and just containing and letting him decide where he's going to go, go make him do something and then try to go tackle him. And the 49ers do have some athletes that can, they can get after Lamar Jackson. So this is going to be a fun one. There's so much of a, of a chess match here with the way Lamar Jackson is used in Greg Roman versus Robert Sala. It's going to be super fun. Uh, I can't wait. And it could go in any direction. I would not yeah. be surprised if you told me one team blew out the other, or if it was really close, came down to a last second, wet, windy field goal. And uh, I would not see, be surprised by any of those outcomes Sunday. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I hope Sala was listening to that too, because you broke that down well and he's taking notes and, and Peacock found something, Sala. He found the weakness. Richie put Richie James on defense to spy him. He played and him in practice. Offense. He got into his head on practice so he knows what he's gonna do before he does it. Put him on defense. <laughs> That's it. That's I love that. Uh and, Richie James playing special teams, offense, and defense, baby. And a much better choice for the 49ers to have Richie James playing the opposing athletic quarterback rather than C.J. Beathard, who hurt himself trying to be Russell Wilson in practice. <laughs> Maybe just a bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good stuff, Nick. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Safe travels for your holiday. Be back Monday. We'll be back Monday to break it all down right here. Locked on 49ers. Like a pit bull off his leash. Both are off the edge. About to knock you off your cleats. Not to mention Jimmy G hitting Kittle up the middle, breaking 80 like it's three. Quan and Fred stop him dead in the tracks, it's a fact. Defensively, Montress all violently attacks. Shanahan does have the plan to defeat on our man. The man, the fans and stands, they cannot stand the Seahawks or the Rams. And when we see them, we establish in our dominance in the West. Prominence comes in tests or pass when they are met. We locked on with Brian and Nick. Mostly Brian who's supplying every day with our fix. It's a Niner Empire and we bringing them.